Hey guys, welcome to Young Minds Podcast. It's lovely to have you all back. Welcome back from your Thanksgiving dinner. I hope you feel really yeah, skinny how fat and did all happy. You guys get. <laughs> Frank and I uh, start off by discussing our Thanksgiving. Yeah, what we did, what we ate, how we felt, how fast we ran. Yes, how we hard talk we about running because you played football for two hours. Yeah, did a little sprinty sprint and fucking kicked everyone's ass. Ah, uh, barely. <laughs> now we lost actually, which did is you? Funny. Yeah, because we oh, played against dude. my brother-in-law, who's a freak. He's that good. He's uh, he's just so good at football and his one guy. He's so enthusiastic. Yeah, I mean that's Damn. usually how it works, right? No, not really. Um, you gotta have the team. Yeah, the but, team's gotta work together. Yeah, yeah. But the quarterback matters a lot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we had a sh- kind of shit quarterback. But eh, no offense to him. But uh, regardless, <laughs> we went into the necessity of struggle and yes. how that could shape your future and how that could motivate you to work harder and feel a sense of urgency. Um, and we discuss how we don't really have that. We don't feel like we need, not that we don't have motivation, but we don't have that sense of urgency. Like, oh, yeah. shit, well, we, you... we talk about how we were just raised super comfy, always had everything, mm-hmm. never had a, not going to say never had an issue, but never had a do or die issue. Yeah. Like, this is it. And with that breeds like people who just have no hardcore drive mm-hmm. that you you see in some people. So well, some we discuss, people don't realize that. That's yeah. the thing. So well, a that's lot the of thing. Just... I didn't realize it until we interviewed with the D's. Yeah. And that's what we talk about in this episode. We talk about just like fuck. I grew up so comfy. Is it has it is it bad? Is it good? Yeah. We discuss that. And um, yeah, no, we go into we we definitely beat the shit out of that topic yeah. like we we went in depth and we shared a lot of personal stuff so i mean you guys would definitely enjoy this and heavily heavily relate to it which is always our goal uh hopefully you take a little golden nugget of truth from this i was and, gonna say uh, nugget yeah you added golden though that's cute it's gold well actually a diamond diamond, uh, diamond nugget you guys will know what i meant if what i mean when i said that <laughs> okay well and you'll see that i fucked up like four times yeah dude i don't know i, don't know I, what happened I woke up today. like an hour and a half ago I had four and a half hours of sleep. That's probably, you probably woke up just out of REM. Okay. Oh, is that what happened, That's Frank? What happened, bro. Is that what yeah. happened? I woke up and I was like, damn. <laughs> okay. I'm and not then, in REM. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Okay, whatever. Get Actually, I'm here. done. Dude, I can't even talk. I don't even have a comeback. I'm done. Right, you kicked my ass in ping pong. I couldn't even see. Yep. All right, guys. Enjoy. enjoy. Oh, hey. Wait. What is this feeling in my brain? It feels, it feels like it's growing. That, my friend, is knowledge. Because you're listening to Young Minds Podcast. For me right a now. wonderful Christmas time. Everything is Ba-da-ba-ba. going good right now. Dude, it's like officially, is it officially Christmas now that Thanksgiving's over? It's it's officially Is Christmas. that the way it works? Did you see outside? Did you see my outside at least? It's still. Homies yeah. are going crazy putting up reindeer yeah, gift I was like, boxes. I was like, are you, are you going to put up lights? And your dad goes, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's, it's a wreath and that's it. Nah, but like, on the inside. I feel uh, like I'm too loud. I'm going to lower me a little. You're so loud, dude. Maybe because it's all the kratom and caffeine I have in me right now. Well, I mean, dude, this is, is early for podcast. us. We, yeah, we don't podcast so early in the a.m. 9 a.m. podcast, guys. And my, my hair is bedhead. About I your feel hair. good. And oh, you have, this is dude, you have, uh, you have some good pit sweat going on there. I, dude, I always have pit sweat going on. That's deep, Th- too. No, this, this one is actually... Is that from Ping Pong? Because I whooped your ass so bad? Do. Yeah, you fucking killed me in Ping Pong today. <laughs> I have nothing to say. Oh, that was a good um, one. No, that's fresh. That's fresh. But these carry stains, this one. This one carries... Right, right, right. Blame it on time. the fabric. It does. It's the okay. fabric. I yeah, watch it. out, there's a mic there. I get it. I just hit the mic. How was your uh, Thanksgiving? Um, Haven't yeah, seen you dude, since before that, right? Yeah, dude. Thanksgiving was dope. Like, besides the Thanksgiving dinner... 
the morning, I woke up, my brother-in-law, Everett. Yeah, you played football, right? Dude. Lucky I like I No, wish... but see, this is like, this is why I work out right here for this moment, <laughs> right? So, Wait, I did you play with play, family or friends? Play with uh, people that work at the dealerships that my brother-in-law works for. So, okay. like, all the salesmen and all the managers, like, oh my they're God, all off. Oh, my God, probably wreck them. Bro, it is, well, it's... I uh, right, I feel so, like five of them pulled backs. Two so, of them tore ACLs. So, like, <laughs> so my brother-in-law is a fucking freak. He's so athletic. Like, it, he's an athlete. Like, he's not a. He doesn't work out hard. He doesn't work out like heavy weights or do he's hypertrophy just a natural training. Athlete. He's just been an athlete his whole life. So his body awareness is off the charts. He he's absolute monster at football. Then there were like two other guys that work in the dealership who are enthusiasts of football. Like they like it, they have a good time, and like they're fit, they're fit guys, but like they don't run a lot, um, and they're all out of breath. And then you have the other guys who are just like average Joe as fuck, like pot belly, just like oh, I'm here because I like football and this is fun. Um, and then you got a bunch of other dudes who are just natural, uh, natural athletes, but like to an extent, like they play football, or whatever. But um, so I go there and I'm warming up. I don't have cleats or anything. These guys have all have cleats and shit. Oh, and like, that sucks. I just had those Vivo barefoot trail runners. Cleats so, make like, all the difference. They do. But we were on a turf field in Syosset. Oh, okay. So it was really Turf's cool. not bad. Yeah, exactly. So it was like if really it's nice. dirt, if it's dirt and grass, yeah. if you don't have cleats, it's like you might as well just not play. Exactly. You're just going to slip nonstop. Like you can't. Yeah. There's no traction, nothing. So I went there. I, I took a little creatine before because I knew I was going to be sprinting. Okay. And I was like, all right, so let's go. Let's get, let's get ready. <laughs> like, came here to fuck yeah, shit dude, up on I this mean, Thanksgiving. I got a biohack. <laughs> I'm, I'm not letting my reputation go to waste. Like, fuck this. I got to lead by example. Um, so we start playing and like, dude, just sprinting it alone. It feels good, doesn't it? Holy shit. That's my new favorite thing to do. Yo, so like, let me tell you, because I, I, I was a track star in high school. I have, I have four school records. I still have it. a track star. And I haven't, after high school, it, it was a couple years that I didn't sprint and Dude, I would all out sprint and like, oh my god, it, I, it 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 feels so good, it, and I don't even know how to explain it. I mean, no, because I mean, so there's a combo of two things, right? So you're it's cardiovascular, so that gives you those endorphins, right? So it's not just like a you're standing still and explosive power through the legs and then it stops, and explosive power through the legs and it stops, you know, like when you do a squat or deadlift or whatever. This is like consistent power output, but at full clip. Yeah, you know? and it's so different because you could, sure, I go on a treadmill and like <laughs> level up to like, ten, yeah. and I'm sprinting, but it's not, dude, it's not it's the same. No, it's when like, you're when your knees are driving and you're actually pushing against the ground and full speed, and you'd be surprised how quick uh, a hundred meter sprint will just wind you. You're yeah, done. that, but then also how fast you could go. Like, oh, dude, dude, I've I don't. Are you fast? I don't sp- Are you fast? Very fast. Because I'm, 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 I'm like, very fast. fast. Should we race? I mean, I'm 215 pounds. For that, I'm fast. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I was burning people who were way lighter than me. Like, way lighter. Like, once I got the ball, my, all right, so this is why this is so fascinating to me. My whole life, I was always a chubby kid. I played baseball. Oh, I true. played, like, non-anaerobic sports at all. Like, I wasn't going fast. Literally, baseball is just, I didn't like, sprint you stand. Ever. Yeah, you do nothing. And, uh, or aerobic, for that matter. Like, I did nothing that was, like, challenging my cardio or running. None of that. And uh, so, for me, like, being a heavy kid, like, I couldn't move fast. I couldn't pivot. I couldn't do anything. Like, cutting. None of that shit made any sense while running. And <laughs> no uh, just, just so top-heavy and just doofy. But, like, I was, I knew I was fast on the inside. Like, I knew my structure was built for speed. <laughs> stupidest shit but, I've ever heard. <laughs> I knew I could do it deep down in me. Did do it deep just, down. Because, like, I would be... It, I had to shed so this outside like, shell. So I had, like, a 400-horsophile <laughs> engine, but, like, a 6,000-pound car. 
Uh-huh. You know, and then now it's like I still have that. F- I have like 500 horsepower, and then now it's like 2,500 pound car. Like it's so much different now. The power to weight ratio is off the charts. Like I'm so happy. I want to sprint more, and I don't know how the fuck I can sprint more. Um, but playing football is like this. I, have well, to I know do a this lot of track often. workouts. Like I have to do this more so, often. Is basically what I was saying. Yeah, but no. If we go to the tracks, I know like actual track workouts that we yeah. can do. Dude, I, I totally opened my eyes to a different exercise now. So now when I uh, so. If we're talking about Thanksgiving, I'll talk about this later. But I just signed up at <laughs> Lifetime, and they have that. They have uh, on the oh the, the treadmill fi- that they have that treadmill that's like arced. What's it called? Yeah, it doesn't have a it's motor. Arc, I think it's arc trainer. It kind of goes called. on just how fast you sprint. Yeah, so the faster I go, the faster it will go. Yeah. And it's like but that's a still shape. not the same thing because you don't have that. It's not. You asked that question. That's not what I was saying. <laughs> so yeah. we have like uh, that's not why I like Lifetime. Oh, okay. So like they have that I thought because you brought it up. No, but then also they have a turf which I'm is excited huge, about bro. The turf is huge upstairs, and they have sleds like all different types of sleds. And the sprint work you could do up there is just it's mm-hmm. if you could sprint at a gym, it would be that gym like because yeah. of how much space you have. No, I've been to that turf twice. I think. Yeah, dude. I mean, but it is beautiful. Now I'm gonna start incorporating that. My legs have been so sore, like my my hip flexors and uh, my. My what the hell are they called? My hip flexors and go ahead, come on. The hell are they called? Dude, I'm losing it. Hamstrings, quads, my abductors, like, what abductors. My abductors, from running and like top of my glute, like just sore for so for so long. And I'm like, this is this type of shit we need to do. Yeah, because it's just it's. Fun I would love to. I would love to do uh, explosive track workouts mixed with bodybuilding. That's like, but my, that's that's my ideal. Okay, yeah, for the, me, track I would specific, love that. yes. But like for me, that's what I do. I bodybuild still, but I I toss it in. Like I just sprinkle it. Yeah, in. you kind of sprinkle with like a little pinch, and I kind of just like pour. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah but it, yeah. So basically, I try to make it like all work together. But so I was cracking up anyway. Thanksgiving because I texted the group chat with like me, you, Caitlin, and Jen. Yeah, and I was like, "Happy Thanksgiving!" Like, and then I what did I say? I was like, "Is everyone eating tonight?" Like, who who's going like in? Yeah, and I, bro, there was like an eighty percent. Like I felt there was an eighty percent chance that you were gonna respond, be like, "No." You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm sticking clean. I'm going to, I'm going to eat, but like just clean. I'll eat a lot, but I'm not going to touch all this stuff. Yeah. 80% of me was like, this kid's going to fucking do it. Like he's just going to eat clean. I just yeah. know it. And, and you shot, I was cracking up when you were like, what what'd you that? say? I don't know. Oh, as soon as I sit at the table, not getting up. <laughs> right. That was like team, no leftovers. Dude. Yeah. Something like that. But you were like, as soon as I sit down, not getting up. Yeah. I'm not leaving that table. That's like, did I you, go did there you get on that full? Mission. Cause I got that full. Yeah, no, I so, my so I went, I played football for two hours, like, and sprinted every single play as if we were doing drills. Like, I just, I loved it. I was like, dude, I just don't even want to yeah. catch the ball. Fuck Intensity. the ball. I just want to go. Like, I want to burn this kid, go to the end zone and see if he throws it to me. Like, that's all I want to do. I wish time. you had cleats. I keep thinking of that. I know, but on the turf, I had no slip. No? You know, like, I wasn't. Even a little bit? I really didn't run the ball often. I was always sprinting to go catch a long one. Hmm. Like, every time. Just because I love to sprint. And then after that, I went to the gym, then did uh, like a bunch of core stuff and then sat in the sauna to try to like recover from the Oh, so you absorbed all your food. I did so much. You just... I did so much. I had at least like 6,000 calories at least the whole day. Yeah. Like, because I didn't eat in the morning. Like I had a little bit of food before I went. I had Greek yogurt and honey, just got a little fuel, a little creatine shake, and then nothing for the rest of the day until I got to my aunt's and then, ah, to my grandparents. And then we had like... We didn't have usually. Do you have pasta before you have Thanksgiving dinner? Uh, usually, Italian-ish. I get it Italian, but we had um, we had soup this time, squash. Butternut soup. squash soup. Butternut Same. squash soup. Yeah, yeah, that's really? what we had for the first time. And, and my, my like, stepmom bought works. like these little mini bowls. 
Like yeah. smaller than I've ever seen. It was like this. Like I'm putting my two like palms together soup. and that's it. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it's just appetizer. And I was like, oh, this is smart because, you know, there's so much fucking food. Right. So it's like the soup is delicious. We're going to have a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was like the first, I've never really had a little bit of food before, you know? Yeah, right. Like, Especially like. I eat a lot. That first thing, yeah. right? Because it's like, oh, I want to chow down. It's like, oh, you're going to give me liquid? Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, it's delicious though. Oh, dude, it was incredible. No, Thanksgiving was great. I really fucking enjoyed it. And it's the one time where I eat sweets. Like, I don't like sweets. It's just, I'm not trying to posture here. Like, oh, I don't eat sweets. Like, I just don't like it. See, I, don't I love, love them anymore. sweets. I love sweets. Oh, my God. Like, it's it, like, it's my I passion. Feel like shit. I feel like it's shit. It's my passion. After, that's my problem. <laughs> it's like drinking alcohol. Yeah, it's no, like, you, I do, love you do feel it. a little bit I just shit. feel like shit after. You know, where I'm like, oh, the gurgling in my stomach. Or it's like, you're full, but it feels empty. It's mm-hmm. weird, man. I don't like it. it yeah. It bothers me Well, it gives you it gives you the feeling of, like, more. I need more. You're so full, and you're just like, yeah. I need more. That was so good. But, dude, we, uh, my mom makes the illest cheesecake ever. Like, the best. Oh, the I best. Dude, it was a cherry cheesecake, oh and then God. we threw... She made a crumb cake, but I was like, fuck the cake. The crumb cake cake, the cake part mm-hmm. sucks. So I take the crumb off, and I slap it on top of the cheesecake. No, you gotta keep and it. And I eat all that. I know, but I had two slices of cheesecake. So one of them was, like, freestyle, and the other one was just, like, <laughs> standard. <laughs> and then we had rainbow cookies. Those rainbow cookies, my, my favorite cookie in the world. It's it goes rainbow cookie and then sugar cookies. Okay, yeah, those are my that, that's my top. I'm with that. Top 100%. two. I don't know what three is. Snickerdoodle. Mm. Snickerdoodle is really good. Um, I don't really know. What it's kind of like a sugar is. cookie, but like cinnamon, cumin. Uh, not cumin. That's gross. It would be cumin. <laughs> Turmeric. <laughs> I don't know, dude. But anyway, fucking Thanksgiving was great. Yeah. Ate like a king. Felt great after. Woke up even like like I lost weight. It's really weird. Yeah. Well, that like happens usually like, oh, wow, when, you, when you fluctuate your intake. Yeah. But then when I worked out the next day, dude, oh my God, I killed it. Me too. I was so like ready to go. My Remember, I made it, I made it, uh, you just reminded me, I made an Insta story yeah. and I was like, the, you take for granted the energy you can get from food yes. if you eat it correctly and use it mm-hmm. correctly, like specifically carbs and fats at different ratios. Like we take for granted how much energy you can get from it. Yeah. Dude, I was, I was, it was like a weapon. I was almost like high at the gym. Yeah. I but I didn't to, do anything different except binge eat the day before. Yeah, because I went at like, what was that, Friday? So I went at, that was when I went to Lifetime to sign up. Yeah, so that was, I, I worked out at like 4 p.m., 5 p.m. about. And like just the whole day went and I ate regular throughout the day. But like I knew I was thicker. Like something, like I felt <laughs> shit I was like pushing thicker. me out. Like I felt like I had weight on me. And then I worked out and like just didn't stop. It was relentless. I was like, oh, chest, back. We'll do some pull-ups, actually. So we'll do vertical motions. Let's do press. Let's do arms. Like everything just started flowing. I didn't. I didn't want to stop. I just kept working out, yeah. and just felt full, like physically full, like in a good way. It's definitely um, good. You know, funny thing about Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know if you realize, but I didn't post anything on social media. Like nothing. Not even a story. Yeah. Literally nothing. And I actually, I had three people. Three people say like they were like, "Oh, where are you? Like, what's going on today?" Like what happened? Like happy Thanksgiving. Like where's, where's stuff. And I'm just like, I, I purposely made it a point to not touch my phone on Thanksgiving and not post, not anything, not even think about it. Cause like I explained it on the, on the story too. I was like, you know, I post every single day for social. Every single day is I'm on social media posting. It's like Thanksgiving's the one day where my whole family gets together. It's like, I'm not going to be on my phone. Yeah. Me, but I, cause I feel like on Thanksgiving or any holidays for in, in general, everyone's on their phones. Mm. Every, this is when like the people who don't post, post 50 times yeah you know what i mean yeah like it's no, just heightened and it's Definitely. like this is your one day you're your one day with family yeah no of and course. now is the day you're gonna post like nonstop about your fucking pie 
Yeah, and not, how much food you're eating. Exactly, like, but the, it's a way for them to flex. Like that's oh, I haven't I haven't been on Instagram. Yeah. I haven't posted. But I just in so I just long. thought Let it was funny something. that three people reached out to me and said something about that, and I was just like, yeah. oh, bro. Like, this is you? this is the day of thanks and family. Like, chill. You're like, wow, thanks for. I don't need my phone. Me. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's it. I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah, right. But uh, no, you're so right about that with everyone on their phones. Like, it's heightened. It's it, heightened it's, at holidays, and I for that reason I hate any holidays. Christmas Eve, Christmas, New Year's. I'm like not on my phone. No, but I mean like your family, my family at least. The kids were all sitting on the couches, face down. Mm, see, I don't have I don't have young time. kids in my family like that anymore. We have like the I'm the the kids that I'm scared for. We have that generation, like the seven, and they were all to on it. Thirteen. I hate that so much, dude. I see it all the time at the restaurant. It gets me so mad. And I have to be honest. I mean, I went on it towards the end. Like as I was like, all right, everyone's kind of like leaving and shit. And like I went on just to look and like, you know, you catch yourself in That's those. Different. those That's things. different. That's different. If it's the but end, I and everyone's leaving and yeah, like so. My cousin Anthony was there. Um, who I said on like the last podcast, like I'd never get to see him. So like, we just hung out and talked the entire time. And like, that was dope. Like I got to see people, I got to talk to family that I don't normally talk to. So like, yeah. it was nice, but I'm at that age. Like when those kids are there, I mean, I get it. I get why they're to themselves when I used to have video games. So like I'd have an Xbox, I'd bring yeah, it over yeah, to cousins my cousin's would come house over and you would play. And then we would just burrow ourselves in the basement and be like, Oh, dinner's ready. Okay, fine. And then run upstairs and come right back down. You know, like we were yeah. completely, I want to call it antisocial. I mean, That's it wasn't true, that but... we were on Instagram trying to promote ourselves as individuals. It's no, like, what's the difference, you know? But there's also, there is like a little bit of a difference between when you were playing video games and the phones now. Because with the iPads and the phones now, you could be on it the entire night. Even when you're eating, it could be right there. And like, they do that. Yeah. I see it at the restaurant. But with video games, it's like, you can't. You and... play for a couple hours and then you're like, okay. And also, I think with the video games, you're building like teamwork with your cut. Co- like for me, it would be my cousins. Like we would be talking to each other. There's more while communication, we're right? Because it's not yeah. everyone on their own device playing exactly. different games. Yeah. yeah, like an individualized totally thing. Like if you're sitting on your phone, you're staring into your social media. That's your social status. Can it's I get that charger? Your so thing. Don't die. And then our podcast gets ruined. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. You know, and you're just keeping up with yourself versus like, oh, let's both play this game. We love this game together. Let's bond over this thing. Because at a video game yeah. is almost like a. It's an experience it's together. You know, it's Your like team, going, you communicate. Like if going to the movies is appropriate to bond with somebody, then playing video games with somebody is like the next level. Literally. Yeah, I can see that. You know, like why wouldn't it be? You're, you're staring into a screen, except now you're communicating or you're, you're, you're connecting with that person somehow more on a deeper level. Cause you're both looking at the same screen, same story. And then you're both now playing towards it. Like it was fun. I used to love that. I was like, Oh, my cousins are coming over. We're yeah. going to play. But now it's like everyone's watching. I see it. Everyone's watching their own YouTube video. Yeah. Snapchat. One person's playing like candy crush. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so then you're all so separated. That yeah. is sad though. It is. But at the same time, don't. I mean, it's who, who's to blame? You know, it's so attractive. It's such an attractive device. It's so I know eye catching. What are you gonna do? You know, you're gonna purposely like, mm, I can't, I can't do that. I'm I mean, limitations, hundred percent. Be... Like limitations as a parent. Of course, but a I know lot I'm of parents want to escape their kids. No, during not that, I'm not gonna do that. I'm though. saying that's yeah. like what it, yeah, I observe. I get it. I observe it too. Yeah, observe, observe, observe. Yeah, observe. whatever. So, yeah. anyway, I wanted to talk about. What we kind of discussed a little bit after our last podcast. Yeah. Because it has stuck with me and I can't stop thinking about it. And it just makes so much sense and it's blowing my fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys didn't hear it, our last podcast, we had Adis on. 
He's an 18-year-old bodybuilder, sponsored athlete, sponsored by multiple companies. Um, He competes. He's going to get his pro card soon, no doubt in my mind. It it was an incredible story, and he talks about his difficulties growing up and moving here from a different country and the struggles he faced and just everything that, I guess you can say, went wrong in his life because a lot of things did, unfortunately. I mean, with his brother and his disease, and it was a hard upbringing. However, if you listen to this podcast, you hear that he has the best drive, motivation, and the best outlook on life that you could possibly ever. Yeah, work ethic like crazy, motivation like crazy. Nothing can stop him. And and you, I'm not saying this just because I know him, but you hear it through the way he talks in the in the episode. Mm-hmm. So when he left, well after the after the podcast, he stayed for what was it like another hour? We yeah. were just chit chatting. And um, when he left, Frank and I look at each other and we're like, bro, he he has more drive than us. Like he is so purely motivated to succeed in life. How? How is it? And, and we yeah. realized it was because he went through so much struggle growing up. He didn't have a comfy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. He went through so much struggle that now that he's older and he's past that struggle, nothing can stop him. He he's he he knows how to deal with problems. Yeah. He didn't grow up with a comfy life, and then you and I looked at each other and we're like, "Bro, fuck, <laughs> we're so comfy. We grew up with like, not no struggle. We grew up always food, always clothes, always extra shit. Yeah, like more extra. Always than like we all you and I grew up so comfy. Like sure, we have drive compared to maybe the average person. That's because we realized that we realized that this isn't gonna last forever. And we need to do it on our own. But like the urgency is not there. Like the primitive. Yes, that's what you're going to die. Urgency. Bitch, get out of your house. Like go make money. Go start something because you're if you don't, you're going to die. Yeah. You know, and it was just exist. it was blowing. It's like it makes sense, though. It makes sense that if from a young age you go through all this struggle, when you come out of it, I mean, you look around, you're like none of this stuff is important i got it i can complete all this i want this is my goal it's fucking easy i survived this goal is easy and then the opposite of that i feel and i know you think the same thing because we were talking about a little bit the opposite of that is so true as well when you're brought up extremely comfy not one problem in the world everything's fine you get everything you want you cry a little bit oh you get it those are the kids in life that you see now who have to go in a cry closet because they can't write a fucking three-page paper yeah and they get stressed with everything they can't do this they can't do that and it's because you've just been coddled your whole life and it's just there's no growth without struggle that's the bottom line so after talking to Adis, dude, I'm just like, fuck, like I need, <laughs> I need struggle. I'm right? about like, to like, chop a leg off. I'm about to sell my car, sell everything and just be like, fuck, now I got to take the bus. Yeah. Now I got to do this. Now I got to like, just, I don't know. Like, yeah, Cause I was thinking about ways of being smart about it. Right. So like anybody who's listened to this podcast or knows me personally, I'm not the biggest fan of what I do for my career, but it makes me money and it's comfortable. Like right now I make a good salary. I'm happy. Yeah, if we, that money just I mean, kept we coming in, it, I'd be, and you said, I'd be happy. You said that if everything went to shit and you had to work there for the rest of your life, you'd be like, okay, this is yeah. fine, like fine in air quotes. Like, I'll make it. You'll be happy. You'll have time to do what you want. Yeah. So, so you're, you're you are you're you're comfy. There's nothing pushing. Like that's not true. There's no There's holes. Not, There's no like oh that. I can't step there. I'm going to, everything's going to drop and fall to the ground and I won't have anything. It's like, no, you have your job. You have 
family who loves you. You have people around just in case, God forbid, something goes awry. And now I need to, you know, someone's and you've gotta, always had it since day always. one. Too. And Me it's too. just, and it's... I know that. And I have like insurance. It's like, it's like, if you know, you're not, if you're not secure, you'll be a lot more careful and you'll be a lot, you'll plan things out more. And you'll be like, hold on. I, I definitely cannot go out tonight because I can't afford it. I got to put that money towards rent. Like I can't guys, like I just can't do it. Versus now where I'm like, all right, can we go on a vacation? I'm it's starting to get boring monotonous. My, my schedule starting yeah. to get like, and not even like with vacation and, and stuff or rent, but it's just the motivation to do what you need to do to become successful without that job. It's like, he has so much more of it. Adis, yeah. when we were talking to him and it, it, it just, well, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, I have, you have a job now that pays you enough so that you could live your lifestyle now. Right. And I have a job that pays me enough that I can live my lifestyle now and it'd be fine. But the passion that brings me, like my passion doesn't bring me money. Right. And I want that to be the case. Like I want, so this is what I was talking about on my, on the podcast with that kid, Danny, um, that I did on his podcast. We were talking about how people who grow up today d d that uh, don't have struggle or don't go through much, they kind of feel like they're, they're lost because their purpose is to do what they love, right? Like, how do you do what you love and make money with it if you're never taught how to do that? You know, and you're just, you're taught to go to school, go to college and then be a professional and work your way up a corporate ladder. Those typical archetypes of, yeah. a, of a successful life. And you're kind of just like gently led through that path you know yeah. it's like oh you're good oh we'll cover your school this semester oh like we'll do this oh we'll buy you a car oh you have this oh you need this oh you're upset you know we got come like everything's just taken care of yeah and i don't want to sound like that's a that's not a bad thing like it's great to have family and it's great to be able to afford some shit that other people can like i get it you know we all work for money so that's why we have it but there really needs to be some kind of struggle. Like there has to be something. And for me, yeah. like there was nothing in life that was, well, that's not true. Everyone goes through shit, but there was nothing in life that was like a do or die moment in my life. Mm -hmm. So I, I, with that, like I, I say, I have no struggle, you yeah. know, but of course there's always family problems. There's always been like ups and downs in, in life, but nothing do or die. Mm -hmm. So for me, the struggle, like where I have my motivation or the struggle in quotes, is is working out that's the only thing i have like insecure social insecurity is no i mean i mean by me. by like, just like the fact that you need to work out and push yourself and struggle through the workout in order to regrow and and gotcha. recover so like the actual got it so physics like, was how it moment, works yeah actually got it. that trained me like oh i can use this for life but i really had no like i'm gonna die moment or this is like it really wasn't to, applicable to life, even though it makes sense. Yeah, I just have it's to like, kind of oh, mentally, never, yeah. mentally make it applicable. Applic yeah. Applicable to life. Yeah, no, of course, and it totally makes sense. And like that's what that's kind of the same reason why I do it. You know, in the beginning, it was a struggle because I was overweight and I wasn't. You know, I wanted to meet girls and I wanted confidence. I wanted to look people in the eye. Like I just couldn't do it. I didn't feel significant at all. So it was like my way of doing that. Then through that, found out that there's the downs, which is. Go to the gym, dude. You don't feel like it? Go. And then coming out of the gym after a workout and saying, wow, I'm so happy I did that. And then feeling accomplished because you went through what you call a struggle and you conquered yourself. You conquered your laziness. And that is something that I was able to use to drive myself. But now, you know, I, I have money. I have comfort. I have benefits. I have all these things that people are looking for. All like the check boxes on your perfect life. Like I have yeah. it. And having but it all no... kind of like slows you down. Exactly. To like... Like I like mystery, right? Like so, fire the 
pressure forges diamonds. And I need pressure, right? You, I want something good to come out of this. I don't <laughs> I need be a pressure. Diamond. I want to be a fucking diamond. <laughs> you want to be a diamond, Frank? Hell yeah, I want to be a diamond. Okay. Fuck gold. It's boring. Right. I want to be a diamond. You sharpest, know? sharpest material in the world. Hardest. Dentist. Hardest. Hardest. Yeah. Dentist. Hardest. A dentist. Dentist. Just yeah. in case you need to clean your teeth. Dude, if I had diamond teeth. Bro. Oh, I you really want to be a diamond. <laughs> Not just uh, <laughs> metaphorically. Like Paul Wall. Look at my grills. But, uh, like you need that pressure and I'm, I've been thinking, I've been going back and forth with myself recently. Like I, like I brought up before, I love that my job is so good and so easy and so free. But at of the course. same time, like at, once this six month period is up where I owe them time, like I might just put myself in a really uncomfortable position and say, this is the start to your life. Like go, mm-hmm. you know, and I have to, like you're saying, me, you're, you're saying like quit. And be in an uncomfortable it position where it's like, okay, fun. I need to make money now, right? Yeah. But quit, so that's like, yeah. that's what Mike was telling me. Mike, the owner of Outlift, he was he told me he's like, bro, every single move I've made in my life, when it was training, opening a gym, buying this really expensive car, he's like, every single move I've made, in order for me to do it, I've put myself in complete risk. He told me when he opened the gym, and quit his job, he had just bought a house, so he had a mortgage, and he had like two cars or something i don't know but he 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 was like he quit everything and he's like all right i literally have to make this work now otherwise i have to sell my house which i just fucking bought and i have to go move back with my parents and he's like that's the only way i work so he's telling me that and he's like dude quit your job he's like if you quit your job right now you don't think in one week you'll get 10 accounts to build websites and i was like yeah like yeah you're right but yeah. that's just i was like i, I was hesitant i was scared yeah. I could do it right now. I could quit yeah. my job right now, have all the time every single day, 24 hours to fucking grind, and I could pull in 10 accounts if it, it's it's because it's do or die. Yeah. That's that struggle. It's like, okay, I have zero choice. Zero. Yeah. Literally not even- like, fall back. Zero choice but to fucking grind and make money or, or push this podcast as hard as I could, like all or nothing. Yeah. But I, I don't have that because I have the comfy job. I have the nice house that, you know, I don't have to pay rent and I have my nice car and I have all these clothes and, and I've always had it. who loves you and like you don't have to work for that. Like there's nothing yeah, you like, have to like strive for anymore. I know, and I noticed that like just starting to date It Jen gets me recently. pissed talking about it. Yeah. I was getting angry last time. I'm like, fuck, I want struggle. Yeah. I want it. Dude, because even before, like when we first Where started. Where do we, I find boy, struggle? Right? Someone give me it. But it's <laughs> but, like, I have it. I could just quit my job and then I have no choice. Like I said. Yeah. But it's like, we first, will I really do that? No. You should. I know. But I know it's I like, should too. But when we first started this podcast, like I had all of the same variables except I didn't have a girlfriend. Right? And I was like, because there was drive to then meet a girl. Right? At some point, you're going to have to meet a girl. Like you're going to want to. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, we just need that outlet. And like there was that. And I felt like this charge. But like it was only towards that, but also yeah, it I bled into that my, you're like, oh, let me work hard, attract like, the right girl. Exactly. There let was me let me do this, selection. and maybe like I'll find the right girl who likes this as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah like yeah, tapped into that. my primitive male brain. Like you gotta do I need more. A spouse. Yeah, but like it wasn't the goal wasn't to find a girlfriend. The goal was <coughs> to create like to better make yourself, myself better right? yeah. so yeah, that yeah. I'm a better advertised, you know person of course but like now i still feel that drive to be that person but it's not urgent anymore Mm -hmm. like it's no longer it's no longer hot it's no longer like hey dude you got to do something about this it's more like i know i have to do something about this but like i don't have to and i want to feel like i have to and this is that decision that needs to be made because i mean i have six months and then 
it's decision time. Yeah, explain yeah. that to people because you said it twice so, now. I know what you're talking so about. So basically, yeah. So my job, uh, I work for a very good hospital system in New York. Uh, they they put me through my master's degree. Uh, they offered this two year master's degree for free. Uh, for right? free, yeah, yeah. As long and as you, as long as I post graduate. So after the two years, I go to school. I had to work full time for that company for two years, two years after only. I graduated. So May 2017, yeah. I graduated. And now May 2019 is when it'll be done. When you or can like, quit. When I can quit slash get fired, whatever. If I slash stop working, if, if I stop working by June 2019, I won't owe them any money. Mm -hmm. Right. So like I'd have to pay for the degree if I quit beforehand yeah uh which is just not doesn't make sense of course so and you know again it's just a super comfortable lifestyle so it's like it's nagging me in a weird way because it's great it is it's amazing and you know and what? i love I honestly, the people i work with i, I didn't love even what I do think about it that much until we had that interview with the deese and just yeah. listening to his story and and hearing his drive i i didn't i i don't know i just it didn't cross my mind of like wow i grew up so fucking comfortable yeah, it's so comfortable because there's benefits and there's a, there's a lot of benefits. Yeah, because you long want, as you could bro, I'm not a parent, the, the but I'm sure all you want to do is make your kid comfy. All you yeah. want to do is just coddle. This is my baby. So this is what I was talking about with the podcast before when I was with uh, that kid, Danny. I didn't go into it because I don't know why I veered off course, of course, but um, <laughs> <laughs> of course, bro. <laughs> um, but we were talking about and I lost it again. Shit. Oh, man, really? Oh wow! That's Usually I'm the one who forgets stuff. Now damn, you forget damn, stuff. damn! So what were we just talking about? Bring it back. Bring uh, me. What you were just saying just brought me into it. You said we were talking to him, and it gave us. I never really thought about comfiness oh, until I talked to Adis. It's fucking gone. Do you want me to rewind? Do you want me to pause the podcast? Yeah, pause rewind. It, pause it. Yeah. You sure that'll yeah, make yeah. it? Okay, yeah. guys, we are pausing for a second. <laughs> Hold what on. The all right, we're back. Yeah, Frank okay, remembers. so we get it. Yeah. So I was talking <laughs> about parents, and that's a lot. That's a, usually a big issue with you know younger kids or adults who are trying to make decisions and they're surrounded by family that cares and they have opinions right and you you don't live to appease at least i don't i don't live to appease my parents but at the same time i respect them a lot and they've been right about a lot of things and i don't want to make a stupid decision and you know then have them be like see we told you so we told you so and yeah. have that and that there's like but you have to that, you, you have do. to learn you for do yourself. have to but what i'm saying is what i was talking on the podcast with that kid about was my parents came, uh, my grandparents came here from Italy because they wanted a better life for themselves. They came here, they were poor. They had no money, they had no connections, nothing, right? So they had to start this network on their own. You know, so, oh, we know so-and-so, we know so-and-so. You know, like how your family knows somebody. It's like, they didn't know anybody. So they started, they struggled. They had my parents, both were same generation type of, uh, type of deal here, second gen. And they had to struggle work hard themselves to try to get to where they are now now my dad busted his ass did exactly what he needed to do he's clearly you know successful he does he's does very well for himself and then now I, that has trickled down to me not financially but at least i got to taste what it's like to live a life where you don't have to to worry i don't have to worry although i'm in part of the family my dad had to worry because he made this happen Right. So his life was this struggle, this uphill battle from zero to 100 right now where he is. And I look at like the evolution of the suburban neighborhood as like you can't do what your parents did. You can't go that route. You're not going to be fulfilled because you're, you're starting where you're going to finish. Right. So like if your dad was a 
is a carpenter or he's a, a in construction or he's a cop or he's a the, whatever it is or where they make like pretty much roughly the same amount of money and you're put through life you you don't go hungry everything is pretty good and then you go live your life to do the same type of thing and make the same type of income there's going to be no deviation in your lifestyle there's not going to be like this marginal increase in your happiness it's just you're going to continue doing roughly around the same things because of how much money you're making and the lifestyle that you have so you're going to still go to work at nine come home at five you're still going to make roughly the same amount of money you're still going to have the regular benefits you're still going to have the, the same time off with your family. Like if you want to keep that going, then go for it. But for me, I feel like since my parents have struggled so hard to get to where they are now, I want to take advantage of this comfort that they've built and create things like this through social media, through this new medium, like tech, all technologies that we have to try to start a life that's way different than that organized systematic life that they expected me to go through. Right. They love that. I, I make, great money I'm making I'm having benefits I have time off they're like what else would you want why don't you just try to work up further into the company and have this but even more income and I'm like ah, you don't get it you just you don't understand right like I've tasted what it's like to live that life because I live in the house where everything's clean everything's nice like this is what having money would have been except I don't love what I do every day my my perspective throughout the day is Oh, I don't want to do this. This is boring. I really don't like this. This doesn't get me going. I have no passion here. What am I doing here? And then I go home and then I could do the thing I'm proud of. Like, fuck that. You guys worked hard. I want to take advantage of what you guys have done mm -hmm. and start my yeah, own thing. That's, in a different I guess that's world. a way to say like the positives. Like, that's of the evolution, comfy. the evolution of growing up comfortable. Now there's this other layer. Like if you're going to keep that going, you're going to keep that same, that same process going. Like they work so hard so that I could do what they did. Yeah. Like, why the fuck did you work so hard then? Like, you you wanted to create, di uh, not uh, Dynasty, you wanted to create a, uh, what's that? Shit, man. Like, moving on to the next, early. moving on to the next uh, child. No, like, uh, you, legacy. legacy. You leave a legacy, right? And, like, y you don't want to just leave a legacy and then keep it where it was. You know, like, oh, I made all this money, did all this stuff for my kids, and uh, they also worked really hard, drowned themselves, didn't have a social life, and sacrifice for their kids and then their kids are going to do like why are you going to perpetuate that let's let's keep raising the bar so that's what i think when i think of what we're doing now and what i think of with social media what i think of with sponsorships what i think of with just investing in companies that are promising having a different outlook on life and being a little bit more having the same struggle having the same like i got to do something because that's the only thing that could create growth there's no reason to be comfortable now because if i'm comfortable now there's no incentive to do more and then life is anticlimactic. It's very bland. And I'm just living, going through the processes. It's not worth it. So I'm like, how do I evolve their hard work? It's basically what I'm trying to say. It's like, how do I evolve my parents' hard work and take it a step further? So I live a life of fulfillment, but I do it through struggle and trying to persevere through things like failing a bunch of times, doing the wrong thing for so a you, while. So are you saying that that's, that's what your drive is now? My just drive. Just better I your have parents' to legacy? This, yeah. In my that's, head, I have to create like a template for my life because otherwise I'm like, yeah, I'm comfortable. What am I trying so hard for? But instead now I have this, like I've built this perspective where I'm like, you, no, no, you have to get here. Now this next level, you need to be financially prosperous and also not work a nine to five or clock in or report to anybody. How do you get there? Struggle. Like I have to try to make it up in my head now. Yeah. And it's hard because now I'm making money from work. So I want to cut that out somehow. So if I just slice it, you know, kill it, throw it away and say, okay, now what? Get there, get to where you had to go. 
now there's a crazy concept concept but it, it's it's truth it's the only thing i could possibly do it's true it makes sense i'd have no drive to do anything else yeah i do i can't see myself doing anything else no I absolutely lo- not i wake up every single day and i talk about this shit i do i live it i embody it's it. you it's you it's me like, it's, it's just, i don't exist in any other platform and on top of that i feel like i think we discussed this last podcast but um <clears throat> trainers and health science coaches or people who are up to date on what's going on with the health industry and nutrition and fitness where this is a commodity this is going to be the new wave of the future for people who are looking to learn and better themselves and i'm not i'm not tooting my own horn but what i'm saying is someone's got to do the research to see what is actually good for you what would promote you what promotes performance what promotes better relationships what promotes a better human and someone's got to do that research because there's so much fuckery and trickery in today's marketing and mainstream yeah. food, mainstream I mean, pharmaceutical. Even besides all that, did you hear uh, on Mind Pump the study about obesity and depression? How, yeah, obesity is yeah, directly they just had Because you're saying research. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So they just found that being overweight is, like you just said, directly correlated to depression. But they they took away the variables and they said specifically, it's not that they feel sorry for themselves socially or they just don't like the way they look and now they're depressed. There's a physiological issue with being obese. Excess body fat. Where you have excess body fat and your neurochemicals in your brain, the things that are physically happening in your brain are hindered due to the fact that you're obese. It's like, for example, if you were to uh, kink your neck in the morning, right? And you have inflammation in your trap, like right behind your neck. You ever get that where you can't turn your head? Of course. And you slept really bad? Now I'm grabbing my Theragun. How? Yeah, right now the fucking but... technology. But regardless, there's no Theraguns in this in this scenario. <laughs> okay. And like you, now you're going throughout your day and you have a kick neck. You're kind of like irritable. You're just, you're not yourself. Because there's a physical issue, right? You have your, this pain sense coming from your trap to your head, trap to your head. Mm-hmm. And you're constantly getting this signal of, I'm uncomfortable. But with that, but you'll with be that snappy, situation, you know what the problem is. You know the issue of you being annoyed is like your neck. Like, ah, oh, my and neck is fucking all day. You're like, ah, oh, my neck, I can't even, ah, oh, I can't do this, yeah, I like, can't do that. But with obesity, you just think you're constantly like depressed. Like you don't link it to yeah. being overweight. But now this new study, this is incredible. And it's, it's so silent. It's saying exactly, it's it's adding on to exactly what you said, that this industry is, is so important to the future and, and the way we're being grown up being being raised in society with no movement all these artificial bullshit uh constant screens like the industry of fitness and health like this is this is going to be a huge i think i think it might it could potentially replace doctors and because let me explain why prehab versus rehab exactly but also let me explain why i say that a doctor dude they don't take any nutrition classes or anything with fitness and health or social science yeah like they to just know how people... they just know how to prescribe medications they just know medications which is good it serves its purpose 100 percent. but it's like you're a doctor for the human species like and you're right telling now, me you don't know anything about nutrition yeah like they are it's the like, hub for health how, how does that add up bro you're like you you are the human species doctor and all you can do is write me medication yeah. you can't tell me anything about physiology and 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 my body and nutrition yeah and preventative care yeah none of where that does that how does that click exactly so i think i think with time uh the fitness and health industry will will surpass that maybe well because we have or, or a- supplement with it like maybe a doctor will have a nutritionist on hand at the office and and also have and a referral a, 
uh, PT, uh, like refer you to personal trainers and like have mm -hmm. a have a group or of have one trainers. on hand, have one on hand that you could speak to. Mm -hmm. Try all that first, and then if you need a little help of prescription medication with the aid of nutrition and yeah. and diet and um, physical exercise. Right. And that it, seems like the formula right there. Yeah. Because a big problem right now is driving the insurance companies to understand mm -hmm. the, That's true. the preventative health care and somehow quantify and qualify efforts towards a healthier life. Like, yeah, just well, it's like manual therapy when we were talking to Mike. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that on a totally different level. That's like one step even further, yeah. like just to get somebody to a gym. Like I know some. uh so my job doesn't do it, but I know some jobs they pay for or they give you a credit towards a gym membership. Mm -hmm. My mom's like, boyfriend has that. That's a free gym membership and free cell phone. Yeah, like that's that's pretty good. But at the same time, you're not guaranteeing that that person gets an adequate workout. They're there consistently and they're, you know, doing the right thing. Yeah, he's so, not there at all. Actually. Yeah. So, yeah, you're paying all. for a free membership, but now you're just paying for membership. You're not getting your money's worth as an insurance company or a, a uh, employer right so the system needs to be refined and needs to be there needs to be accountability maybe like with technology it's so easy now to be able to verify things like I signed up at lifetime I have an app on my phone I don't have a key tag I have an mm -hmm. app on my phone and I throw the barcode on there and then it logs every time I went to the gym and then it'll keep track of so like in within the app there's like you know how often you went to the gym and then like analytics and everything. all these analytics for just showing up so what if you did those analytics for insurance companies. What if insurance companies had an app and then you had like a Fitbit and you had all these things and then that could decrease your your uh, your price, your uh, your premiums, right? Yeah. Just like as you work harder, they see you're going consistent and you have like a quantifiable goal. Incentivize people well, with their Well, they're starting pocket. to do that already. What's that insurance company, that health insurance, the life insurance company? I know you're talking about. Uh, uh, I heard that on my pump actually. Yeah, they... This, uh, it's like, this Everly Wells? No, that's something oh, else. That, that might be it, actually. Light... I don't know. Life insurance. It's a life insurance company policy that the healthier and fit, fitter you are. Is fitter a word? Eh, yeah, it's a word fitter. now. Yeah, the healthier you are and the more active, the cheaper your life insurance is. Yeah. And they actually have this really intense test I was I was explained that uh, that you go through to go through, which is yeah. awesome because it makes sense. You it know? May, yeah, and I feel like they should be more personalized because it should be where you have like a where it's so hard to design the program as if like I have the fucking insurance companies, <laughs> of course. you know, business structure right here. I'm going to tell you that you could fit your inefficiencies. You know, you could fit this here and that would make this yeah, better. But, but like, theory. if you were to be able to test people hormonally and test them for like baseline biomarkers that could detect health from, I like, could detect your destiny to a certain extent, like, all right, yeah, well, because there are tests out there, like your telomere length, um, your gut biome, they test that, like, test the things that are directly correlated Hormonal to your health, level. hormone levels, like, it, test those things, and then give people recommendations, and if they follow through with those, then you cheapen their insurance, because they're not going to get sick. Yeah, like, we really know not. enough now, we know enough. If people are going to be proactive, you incentivize health, which means you don't have to pay for chronic, uh, you don't have to pay for a bunch of diseases, uh, a bunch of medications Medication. for diseases that are preventable, right? So diabetic medication, um, you, uh, Alzheimer's, you have all these different things where it's like, you're, you ha you're always going to be on this regimen. It's, if it started today, it's forever, you know? So the insurance company has this liability forever. Why not have something that's going to prevent that from happening so that you have one less perpetual expense? Like, why not? It, the, the incentive is there. The incentive is right there. So this, the, 
because then they're going to need professionals. So the insurance companies are going to really start pivoting towards preventative health. They have to. I mean, at this point, they're paying way too much on the back end, and it's either people die or insurance companies go out of business. And I don't think insurance companies are going out of business. You know, no. so when people start dropping like flies, then you know, then people will probably open their eyes to this issue. You know, yeah, I think it's becoming so, more relevant. I, it it definitely is. It has to. I mean, it's it's the new medicine in its own way. Yeah. You know, because when I go to the gym, I feel a lot better. When I sit in the sauna, I feel a lot better. I don't have to do much. You know, I could go to the gym and just throw a couple of weights around, not even go at full clip, full intensity. It could just be, you know, one exercise per body part, not even to failure, and just to stretch my body out. Then go sit in the sauna for 20 minutes. I could leave. I'm out of there in less than an hour. And I would be extremely healthy, happy, and physically fulfilled. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that should be incentivized today. Want to wrap it up? So, yeah. I think we're good. Uh, Justin's got to go to work, to his job that he's so passionate about. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Don't make yeah. me quit. Don't tempt me. Dude, I'm going to push it. Fuck. Me, I have, a, I, have a, I have a, you know, I have a time when I can leave. For what? I know when I'm going to leave. Oh, yeah, yeah. At the end of six We're months. not, I know when I'm going to leave. Yeah. At the end of this time, I'm fucking So, how do we wrap up bro. the comfy thing? Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, nothing to wrap up. I mean, I think we, we beat the shit out of it. We yeah. beat the shit out of the topic. Like you just, you need struggle. If you ever felt like there's urgency, you ever felt like, oh man, I got to get to the bottom of this thing, whatever it is, any situation in life, you know, there's that fire that burns until you, you accomplish or you take care of. And then also it it's, it's good to, to remember this conversation when you're in a struggle and you can't see any light at the end of the tunnel that the struggle never lasts ever. It always ends, no matter yeah. what it is. It could be a death, and the struggle will end. And when you're out, when you're on the other side, you just became stronger. Yeah. Always, you will always become stronger with struggle. So if you're going through it right now, keep your head up. Hell yeah! Keep listening to the podcast. Keep yourself uh, <laughs> keep yourself in tune with positive vibes. Surround yourself with people who give a shit. People who are in similar situations as you. This way, you have someone to relate to. Because ultimately, we're just we like to empathize and we like to understand each other. And if you're with people who are doing something different, they're doing, you know, the nine to five that you're trying to run away from. Yeah. You might have to see other people. You might have to hang out with other people. It's going to be hard to be around people who are not enduring the same type of struggle as you, you know, because then you'll feel like an outsider. And when you feel like an outsider, just naturally, you're going to pivot from what you, you originally thought. But if you're around people who are solidifying, like if you're sitting around Mike, you know, he'll keep reassuring you like, yeah, you're doing the right thing. You're doing the right Mm -hmm. thing. And then as you feel that you will slowly start to solidify that feeling instead of feeling like, ah, man, I didn't have the motivation this morning. Like I did on, uh, on Sunday. Uh, It's only Tuesday. Jesus, man. It only lasted 48 hours. Like I need, I need more incentive. No, just hang around people who are in the same type of boat and you, you'll keep getting those. Like, it's almost like you're, uh, you, what the hell is that shit called? Man, this is really bad. I don't know. Uh, this sucks. Did you have caffeine right, guys, this morning? No, coffee? I had no, you probably well, I mean, I just had like a couple sips of this, but there's nothing in there. It's like a checkpoint. Jesus Christ. Well, there you Fucking go. Checkpoint. <coughs> checkpoint. Woo! All right, guys. Not doing With an early one ever said, again. We are wrapping it up. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Young Minds Podcast. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. check out our website. We have a pretty cool shop section At where I just got a brand new hat. Actually, I ordered the white hat. The oh. wet. The, the white. Wet. The wet. <laughs> The, the White Young Minds podcast hat with the uh, Flexing Brain logo on the front. It's pretty cool. You know I need a hat for my balding head. And yeah. um, on Apple, if you listen to us on an iOS scroll device, down. scroll down. Please leave us a commented, like a written review. I would love yeah. a written review because it's really nice to 
hear critiques or just hear positivity. We all need positivity in life. Hell yeah. So we'd really appreciate it. And with that, uh, until next time, love you all. Love y'all. I'm not fucking leaving. (laughs) 